there, Green Future Growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hey, everybody. So it is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. Um, And I just uh, wanted to get on my mic and say a couple of things. Number one, first and foremost, I want to make sure that you... I'm sorry, my bad. Know about the Andrew Mefford um, contest to win a copy of his amazing book, The No Organic No-Till Farming Revolution. Uh, if you haven't listened to his episode, you know, I just talked to my podcasting ho- or the website people and asked them um, if there's a way that more than four podcasts can show when you go to the show notes, because now Andrew Mefford, since I released the extra Denise and Tony Gates from the Bear Mountain Flower Farmers that he talks about, and they are interviewed in his book, those interviews. And I released, um, the Judy Frankel interview and John Moore's, um, podcast and the update, like Andrew Mefford doesn't even show up on the first page of the podcast when you go to podcasts anymore. And so, and I also feel like I need to make the link to the poll a lot easier. So it's just a Google drive. There's just one question there. It says, what's your biggest challenge now? Um, and then you just enter your email. It's not going to be like putting you on a list or anything. You know, I'd love if you subscribe to the organic gardener podcast, you know, updates list, but Um, if you don't like, this is not that kind of a list. It's just to enter the contest, but we're just wondering what's your biggest challenge in your garden now. And, um, if you didn't hear the interview with Andrew Mefford, so he wrote this book and he talks about the, um, there's pretty much four ways to do no-till farming. Um, there's two, uh, what is it? There's the, I get that word where occultation, occultation, which is kind of a tarping method. There's solarization. There's some deep compost methods. Um, and he talks about the different, he interviews 17 farmers in the beginning of the book. He's got all these awesome advantages of some things, disadvantages, some things, why it works here, why it doesn't work there. Then he goes to the actual farms. He's got awesome pictures. There's like the cutest one of this dad with his baby that I posted on Instagram the other day. Um, and they talk about how much more production they're getting. Like one of the huge advantages is you're going to get more nutrient dense food. Um, so whether you're going to market, you know, and he talks a lot about profitability, but even like, I know a lot of my listeners have said they want to know how to grow more food in the same amount of space. And so using these practices, um, can help you get more food for your efforts. And then the other reason Andrew did it, um, wrote this book was he was talking about the struggles with the method most people were using was called this roller crimper method with scaling it down. Like they were, their first farm was three acres and they couldn't get that method. It was just too hard to do on the three acres. So he was trying. So these other people figured out how to do it. And he said that they're like mixing them. You can like, sometimes you use one method for like transitioning. So if you like have lawn and you're wondering about your lawn and you know, something I have really noticed this summer, I don't know if it's because I went to New York three times last year and I spent a lot of time in the suburbs looking at people's lawns, but if you're not ready to give up lawn or you want yard, you got kids, you're going to play soccer on the front lawn or football games or whatever you want lawn, but you also want like, there are so many ways. Like I've just noticed people who have like just, just lawn 
Whereas if you put like a perennial border or you could put like some flowers in a corner, like it would make like a little, that's pretty low maintenance. You know, a lot of perennials come back. You don't have to do much. They're very nat often native things that grow in your areas. So they're not going to require watering and just make a little bit less lawn that needs mowing, that needs, um, you know, that you're worried maybe about dandelions growing. Like the other thing is Mike and I have really, Mike's been doing this thing where he's not been mowing over the clover and trying to get the clover to grow more. And our lawn just looks so lush. I mean, if you were ever going to visit Montana, this was the summer to come. July has been just incredible. Although we have had a lot of rain, but it's just making it beautiful. It's green. It's cool at night. If you are coming to Montana, don't forget your warm clothes if you're going to be camping or just even the temperature really drops at night. We had 37 or 38 the other day. Like I say, you could always get a freeze in Montana almost any day of the year. You just never know. So, um, I mean, not that we were down to 32, but you know, it could have with just a little bit of a change. And then, um, but my point is back to Andrew's book. If you want to win the book, so there's the poll, um, and the link is in. So if you go to the Andrew Mefford, which I think it's like episode 280, if you just type in Mefford or Andrew um, in the search bar, I have to say my podcast host does have a great search bar. And then the other thing I was thinking about, um, my brother complains that I pay so much for the website. I mean, I used to have to pay $40 just to, because it costs that much for hosting to have the podcast up on iTunes and Spotify and all those places. But also... Um, I love that there are no ads on the Organic Gardener podcast website. I think that's one of the best benefits to it. So anyway, um, so I wanted to talk about the Andrew Mefford update. And then I was just like, that phone call was, I was supposed to do an interview this morning with this girl, Melissa, who has this business. I met her at the farmer's market in Missoula and their business is called Key to the Mountain. And she said that um, when they moved, so their story is just amazing. Here, let me just read it because I was putting it at the beginning of the show notes. After moving to Missoula, Montana for the community, we were blown away by the quality of food at the farmer's market. So we started cooking from scratch, making delicious, wholesome food for our family that energized us. To make these high quality options available to others, we launched Key to the Mountain. We are founded on wholesome recipes made with actual food. We believe in empowering our community through good food, sustainable farming, and ethical business practices. From our kitchen to yours, we bring you the bounty of Montana. And so I'm going to interview her. She was sick and she, I could hear her voice. It's just so hoarse. And, um, but what I got from her at the farmer's market, and if you live in Missoula, you can get it at the good food store, is this stuff called Energy. Um, some kind of, uh, what is it? Something based energy blend. And I think I did get the vanilla one. Um, but it's got like walnuts and all these healthy foods. I don't know if I can find the, um, let's see, shop are the ingredients online, but it had all these delicious, um, things that I took with me during the Missoula half marathon. And the best thing about it was it was like in this sealable package. And so instead of, I also took like a Hamer gel or something with me. Um, but that I didn't like that as much and it was super sticky and it wasn't resealable. 
resealable. And so these little resealable, it was like so good. So like I could just keep it in my pocket and it just nourished me. And I felt like, um, it was the best thing that I had tried. So, uh, but we didn't get to talk today, but anyway, um, if you're wondering, uh, that's what that phone call was. So, uh, if you want some energy, if you're a runner or somebody who spends a lot of time looking for some energy thing, maybe if you're a hiker, like I said, I was telling her, I was like, I just loved her product and it would be great for hiking. And it's, um, it's easy to carry and it's resealable as compared to the hammer thing, which like, I felt like kind of messed me up my time for like a while. Cause I had this sticky thing in my hand. It was hard to run with this sticky pack until I got to a, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, a water station. Anyway, a little off topic there for the organic order podcast. So Andrew Mefford's book, uh, the contest ends this, I think, is it Sunday, the 28th? Today's Thursday, Friday will be the 26th, Saturday will be the 27th. Yeah. Sunday, the 28th. So I, we gave it two weeks. Uh, lots of people have found the poll. So there are lots of people already entered, but if you want to win a copy of his book, his publisher, donated one to an organic garter podcast listener. And we're just wondering what is your greatest challenge? So I don't know what Mike's greatest challenge is this year. I just feel like it was like us getting his stuff in the ground. So late we were eating potatoes last night and he was whining that he wanted to wishing we were eating homegrown potatoes already. And then we saw this picture of this woman putting potatoes in the ground now for a fall harvest, which I know we were surprised about. So, um, what is growing good? I got a bunch of stuff at the farmer's market. I got some status that he planted for me. That's growing nicely. The strawberries, something came and ate my strawberries. Um, I just think it, like I said, it's been cool. 38 degrees at night. We just had cool and a lot of rain with some sun. It's supposed to get hot here. And I think things are, but things have definitely taken off his, uh, his little mini farm has definitely grown a lot. I think the potato plants are huge. Um, and the carrots are growing. So are you impatient to get into your garden? So let's see, people have answered. What are the answers? Let me look. Okay. So, so far, 25% of the people have said their problem. Biggest challenge at this very moment is pests. 20% said there's too much to do. 12% said weather, rain, drought, temperature, 16% said weeds, 8% said soil, 12% also said not enough money for land, greenhouses, equipment, etc. And 4% said water, irrigation. So what was it? 25% pests was the biggest problem, then too much to do um, are the biggest things. So if you want to win... A copy of Andrew Mefford's The Organic No-Till Farming Revolution book. Um, you need to enter before Sunday. And don't forget to listen to the amazing interview where he goes into much greater detail. Um, and if you don't win the book and you buy your own copy or get it at the library or whatever, don't forget to go to Amazon and leave him an awesome five-star review because uh, he's helping change the world. You know, he talks about carbon sequestration and the benefits of no-till to our planet. And, um, you know, I, I'm very concerned about climate change. I'm pretty sure if you listen to my podcast, you're concerned about climate change. And this is a great way to teach people 
um, for us to change the world that way too. So, but uh, also it'll help you grow more nutrient dense um, organic food. And then remember Tony and Denise Gates, who I also interviewed are flower farmers. So all sorts of great content there in that book for you. Hey there, green future growers. Would you like your friends and neighbors to create an organic oasis too? Would you like others in your area to learn about earth-friendly practices for their gardens and yards? If so, we would love it if you would share the Organic Gardener podcast with your local community or college radio station today. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.